Hey, how's it going? This is Ben from Dead Ensigns, world famous podcast about Star Trek. I know you probably heard a lot about us. Uh, usually Max would be here. He's kind of got some um, bad internet at the moment. So not really able to record properly right now. So we thought we wanted to do a bit of a highlight reel kind of episode, like halfway through since we started. Um, just so it was like a little collection, a good starting point, like a trailer almost to be like, you want to get right in and see what our kind of humor is, is jokes and bits from the first like 10 episodes. Anyway, that's what this episode is going to be a bit of a clip show. Um, so stick around if you want to hear that or, you know, to wait till next week for a proper episode again. But before you go, we'd like to say once quickly, please, uh, save or follow the podcast on whatever you listen to it to. Give us a ring. Be really appreciated. Early days. Yada, yada, yada. Anyway, here's the episode. Simon & Schuster Audio Works presents Star Trek The Next Generation. Alright, let's uh, talk Hello about and welcome discovery. to Dead Ensigns. Ensigns. A brand new Star Trek podcast by two friendsons. We didn't have, well, you didn't coin that when we recorded the first couple episodes, but now you have a good couple friends and me, Ben, and my friend here, Max. Yeah, it does seem like all the ensigns on the ship are, like, kind of cool with each other, they're like, yeah. Or like, I mean, that's what the Lower Decks taught us. The lower, He's just lowest kind of rank. like a fun, fun, funny guy hanging out, you know? Lowest ranks on the, on the bridge, you know? Yeah, you know, you gotta... Stick together. Mm. You gotta cover up all your crimes that you do on the ship. For each other, yeah. you know? It's like, you know, I go to women's bathroom, what of it? And, you know, the guy cover, covers it up. Who cares? Yeah. It's fine. Bro. I thought we I thought we were living in the Gene Roddenberry future yeah. with, sex, with yeah. sex positive. Yeah. Uh, Come on. Everybody, en- all the women should be nude. And, and I guess some men. We ensigns stick together, man, eh? You know? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah, we're okay, yeah. together. <laughs> If one of us goes down, all of us goes down. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that is know, exactly what it was this like. This tablet is mine. There's no, there's many like this one, but this one is mine. <laughs> first time on the holodeck, Max. Mm, yeah. What's the very first thing you ask it to generate? Uh... I don't know. That is a pretty like like. Do I have to? Do I have reference to it? Yeah, I think I would try look for like the programs that are already there first. Maybe play something. I don't think I would be like generate me something specific. You know already. Mm-hmm. I, it, but if I had to, hmm, that is a tough question. I think I, would, I have uh, mine. I know mine. I would just like um, generate like a. Computer generate random person and I would just strangle them to death and that's it. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Just to experience that. Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. You know, maybe I'll no. go like, oh, this didn't feel right. You know. <laughs> well, well, how would you feel if you like were into it? And then uh, I would do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would get okay. out of my system and then uh, I would just be perfectly normal when I come out of the holiday. Perfectly right, because I got all of it out of my system, right? It, of course, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're describing American Psycho in space. 
You're like just completely normal walking through the halls, but now, then you're like, I need to unwind. So you go into a holodeck and just start choking like homunculuses to death. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I'm not a psychopath like you. Um, I would say, computer generate the biggest, comfiest bed, and oh. I would lie down in it. <laughs> that <laughs> was my questions everywhere. <laughs> yeah, just like what is the what would the computer generate as the comfiest bed imaginable and then i'd try it out and i'd be like damn that's pretty comfy that's pretty funny like what would happen in this theoretical uh scenario if uh the hard deck said like fucking up so in mine it would be like you know they would start fighting back they right? start fighting back yeah and like i would be like oh oh i lost control the sudden and uh, yeah. i was like i don't yeah. like when i lose control you know but yeah, then you... it's not about the killing it's about the control yeah and then you mm-hmm. in your scenario you like can't get out of your bed like you know like you know what i mean you get stuck no, in it <laughs> it would just be it would be uh too soft to the point of being uncomfortable it wouldn't have any support you know <laughs> okay so I'd be laying there and be like, this is very soft, but it's not comfortable. I like the idea of, like, that's how you figure out there's something wrong on the ship. Is that, like, oh, yeah, lie if down I, in if your... If I ask for the... This is the thing. If I ask for the perfect bed on the holodeck, it's not necessarily that I want the fluffiest, comfiest thing. I want, it to, I want there to be some resistance, you know? There needs to be some support for your body. You can't just, like, fully sink. You'd fucking ruin your back. You, like, lie down and it's like, wait a minute. There's something wrong. Red alert. Yeah, I would be like, <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like, oh, this is so soft and comfortable. And then after a couple minutes, I'd start to be like, actually, this is really uncomfortable. Yeah. It was my, I'd be like fidgeting around. I'd be going on my side, flipping over to the other side. I'd be like, this, like, this is just wrong. This isn't right. Yeah. And then it would click and I'd be like, I'd shoot up. I'd be like, red alert. Red alert. <laughs> There's something wrong with the holodeck. I can't get out of bed. It's too soft. And you're like trying to get to the edge of the bed, but it's like you're falling into it like a quicksand. You're just like, oh yeah. no. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what it would be. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good one. That insane murder serial killer in Voyager. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. He would have been able to outlogic the computer. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, d- 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 also the, 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 the like crazy Dax. Yeah. Spirit, J- J- Jetsia's uh, Phantom, Phantom, the, host. The, the secret, the, the secret one. Yeah, the secret, the host. one that takes over Cisco in that one episode. And tries to kill her. <laughs> he tries to fucking kill her. He tries to fucking choke her immediately. <laughs> he's like, I'm not going to hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's gone now. He's not inside of me. All right, lower the force fields. Ah, I got you. I'm done now. He's not here, and they just shoot him. On no, the he's floor. really gone now. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's why he's really gone now. <laughs> Little do we know, the whole time Cisco was being <laughs> inhabited by that guy. Yeah, for the rest of the series. The rest of the series. In DS9, we all, all we we got the cool war. So you know that. Yeah, we got the cool war that made it interesting. Yeah, the only reason, it was boring up until then. Yeah, the only interesting part of DS9 is the war, and that's uh, that's why the only reason why people like DS9 is because yep. of the war. Yeah, see, I was it was a snooze fest until they gave him a ship. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, "What are we even doing yeah. here?" But then they gave him the Define. I'm like, "Oh, oh, 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 oh ship!" That's that's what was good about this this episode of Discoveries that we know there's a ship, mm-hmm. right? So we're we're good, right? Yeah. We're so good. that's why it's more exciting with DS9. We can already. wipe away our our sweat off our off our brows, knowing that there is going to be a <laughs> ship in this series. Ooh, I was worried there wasn't going to be a ship in this series. <laughs> 
Oof. Boy, am I glad that there's a ship. Yeah. He's talking to her about how, you know, now I'll, I'll, I'll continue your work, basically. Uh, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, now I'll be Kalos. Yeah. <laughs> now it's my turn. My time. Uh, now it's my turn. Yeah, to be and Kalos. that's the reason why he couldn't be disintegrated. Finally. Because... Finally, a white Kalos. Yeah. Why not white Kalos? Why not white Kalos? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, early days of the show's life. We'd appreciate the support if you're listening. Yeah, exactly. It'd be nice. It'd be, be nice. Very... I'd do the same for you to an extent. To an extent. I'm not going to get a tattoo of your show. But I don't expect you to get a tattoo of mine. Just tell your friend if they're interested in Star Trek. Yeah, tattoo your show friend. Out. Tattoo your friend with the, uh, yeah. the name of our Do you show. ever see... You're ever on a message board... They still have forums, right? You're ever on one of those, any internet forum, and people are talking about, are the Ferengis anti-Semitic? Hey, guess what? This, yeah, listen to this episode. Mm-hmm. Send them this episode and say, nah, this guy proves it inconclusively at the end mm-hmm. that they're not anti-Semitic at all. Yeah, exactly. This, uh, there you go. That's your in. That's our in. That's- and that's your in as well. <laughs> and then you can, like, mute the thread... <laughs> You're done. You're done. You beat him. <laughs> you did it. You beat him. You don't have to look at it again. You don't have to. You, you, the Just this one there. Be like, right, okay, all right. You know what? You know what, buddy? Listen to this. Your argument's over. Leave. Yeah. So easy. We will make the arguments for you. We'll make the argument. That's our motto. Yeah. We argue for you. <laughs> the dance, dead answers. That's why we're dead answers because we get to be dead after <laughs> arguments because someone finds us and kills us. Uh huh. Yeah. And here's the thing, because then they're not mad at you anymore, they're mad at us. They're going to send us an email being like, uh, you're stupid about this thing. Which, delete it. Yeah. <laughs> it goes into done. directly, gets deleted. <laughs> Put that shit in the spam folder, it's done. It goes into dev not. Hey look, directly. they listen to our podcast, we all win here. You're not getting bothered anymore. We gotta listen. We got some engagement. Yeah. And then, and, and they feel mad. They continue to feel mad. It's perfect. It's a perfect situation. That last episode of uh, Enterprise is really funny. Yeah. It's just like, no, you know what? It was about Riker all along. <laughs> it's so funny. Like It's always been about Riker, Indiana, yeah. and here's a little bit of Brent Spiner being like, I'm Data. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Diana. Hello, it's me, Data. Hi, Data. Goodbye. No, 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 no. It's, he's, it's just him on the... Because he never is shown, right? Yeah, he's on the he's phone. He's on the me. phone. Yeah, he's like, he's leaving a message for Diana on, on, her, on her communicator. They had to do it. He was... <laughs> Brett Spiner was driving a car while recording his lines. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can, if you listen closely, you can hear the the wind noise going in the background. Yeah, the LA traffic <laughs> in the background. <laughs> so he's like, we're gonna we're gonna start a war with the Federation, and all of the all of the Klingon houses are gonna be back together again, mm-hmm. and we're all gonna be bros, and we're gonna have we're gonna have blood wine parties. We're gonna have brunch with Ractogenos, and we're gonna have, and we're gonna we're gonna kill the Federation. We're gonna have Targs fighting, and we're gonna have we're gonna have our Targs. We're gonna go to the Targ Park, yeah, <laughs> and walk our Targs around. You know, yeah. have fun. Yeah, it's gonna be just like old times when Kalos was alive. <laughs> I know when Kalos was around, he was the first to introduce a bunch of like, uh, you know, animal rights. 
<laughs> yeah, Targ rights. <laughs> he loved Targs. He loved Targs, Kalos. Yeah, so he he was like the Targs need to have more rights. Yeah, we have to... if if you if you were trying to apply for a a place to live on Kronos and they turn you away because you have a Targ, we're not going to allow that. Yeah, anymore. yeah. You, you're not allowed to be discriminated against you, when you're renting a place if you have a Targ. You have right to anonymity when you report someone for abusing their Targ and stuff like that. You yeah, know, you know. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More tag rights. <laughs> More tag rights. Uh, Umarks is probably the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in Star Trek. It is. It is. It's really gross. I don't like it. I don't like whenever Ferengis get horned up and they, and and somebody because somebody like rubbing their ear or that they're talking to a where like holding a woman's hands and they're like, mm, I bet you give good Umak. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Nice soft hands to give mm. Umaks with. Oh, you nice know. soft Umaks. Yeah, this is you got it. them. You got them. Umax limbs. <laughs> yeah, dude, she got them. OMLs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You should bring Alexander back in DS9. And then they like make the episode, and they're like, "We shouldn't bring Alexander." Yeah, we should maybe not do this anymore. Actually, <laughs> we forgot how bad he sucks. Um. No, Speaking but they, of, they, they no. Wait, wait a second. They had three children. They had Keiko and O'Brien. They had Molly. Then they had, they had, Nyanderfall <laughs> Molly. And they then had they caveman had Molly. Yoshi. I was I was about to say. Speaking of Molly, <laughs> she was a caveman, <laughs> which is always fun. Yeah, they it's had another uh, one of the series of O'Brien must suffer episodes yeah, of. Yeah. Uh, O'Brien and Keiko go on a little trip to Bajor for the day with Molly and Yoshi. And then uh, Molly falls into a time hole. And then when they pull her back out, she's a caveman. <laughs> she's like a 20 years old and she has lost all understanding of, of humanity. <laughs> so funny. And she's it's... walking around like, Father. <laughs> Oh, it's so bad. It's such a bad they try, episode. They try and rehabilitate her. Yeah, they try to rehabilitate they her, try and they bring can't. her back. They, they can't, can't. She's just it. too stupid. Just, her brain regressed too much. She's, t- she's gone turned into caveman too much. <laughs> yeah, she returned to monkey and you just can't go back, come back from yeah. that, you know. Once, once you return to monkey, you can't go back. Yeah. <laughs> But then, and then they're like, well, I guess we'll just have to send her back home. And then on the way out, she sees the real little baby Molly. And she's like, yeah, go through there. And she does. And then they get Molly back. And it's like, well, that was one hell of an adventure. That was a hell of an adventure. Yeah, they had no idea. What a a rough week. What a rough week that was. Imagine what an alternate story, like, DS9 would be if they went with that like they didn't go back on that and Molly yeah, they just was a kept caveman. caveman Molly yeah that would be <laughs> fucking so crazy <laughs> during a there's a scene where uh during the like dominion invasion like they they beam onto the ship like they beam onto the station the well the yeah. Jamhadar and Molly is like smashing their heads in with like no, a rock yo, you know what actually like... yo now that you're saying that that would be so sick. Could you imagine, like, the last line of defense defense for the DS9 is fucking, like, Predator Molly. 
She's like fucking pulling the, the Gemini head off and stuff. Yeah, clubbing she's them cr- to death with big rocks. Uh, yeah, she's crawling through vents and stuff. That would be that would be so fucking sick. No. I've I've turned around now. I yeah. wish we had Caveman Molly with a long gun. Yeah, the squad of Gemini's gets smaller and smaller, smaller, and then the last okay, Gemini no. is like shitting himself. He's like, <laughs> this that's that's the episode. Okay, that's the episode. We don't. It's not set on the DS9. It's on the Defiant Jem'Hadar patrol ship. Okay, they come up on the on the Defiant. Yeah, they try and hail it. They try and they try and hail it. Try and tell them to like put the you know prepare to be boarded or whatever. No response. Mm-hmm. They don't know what's happening. It we it's like an episode of Alien from the other side. They go mm. on the ship. All the lights are out and stuff, and they're slowly being taken out by fucking caveman Molly, <laughs> who was on the ship for whatever reason beforehand. Uh huh. And it, <laughs> the name of the f- episode, Caveman Defiance. Caveman Defiance. <laughs> and the fucking, Molly in the darkness. Yeah, and the... the <laughs> Molly, like, just, like, vents them into space, like, all the corpses that are left. Yeah. And then, like, the you know, uh, they one, pick up the, the distress yeah. beacon. They pick up the distress beacon. And, you know, O'Brien gets there, of course. He has to get there because it's his daughter, right? Yeah. And and he's like, oh, Molly, thank God nothing happened. They didn't find you. That's good, you know? Yeah. I, I can't do an Irish accent, so I'm not even going to attempt. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and then Molly get, does a little smile at the end she of the camera. She winks at the camera. She winks at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. She eats their hearts and shit. She yeah. gets high on the Kessel White from their blood. You yeah. know, <laughs> she's like dr- she's like cutting them open and sucking the blood out of their wounds. <laughs> she's completely insane. That would be so sick. I wish yeah. we had that episode instead yeah. of instead of just sending Caveman Molly off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that would be pretty good. What does this? What does an Australian hat have like to do of those, with BDSM? Is it like one of those cork hats with the little like dangling? Is that what yeah, you mean by Australian? Yeah, kind hat? of like yeah, kind of yeah, mm. yeah. He's going for a while, but you know he's going to discover Australia. He's going on a discovery. <laughs> one Australia. might say. He's uh, he's on a voyage. He is a voyager, going on a discovery mm-hmm. to the new enterprise. <laughs> okay. Of the the mine deep, of DS Nine, deep, deep space deep, nine, Australia, deep, deep sand nine mine, deep down down under space nine. Nice. You think they have down under space? Because because uh, Georgiou was like, no 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 no. Watch this. We'll yeah. get him. I'll get him. Hey bros, how you doing? You want to come over and play some ping pong? Yeah. On our ship. You want to play some um, b-ball? And then obviously they will open fire. You want to play some b-ball? You want to play some b-ball with us in our? They didn't have holodecks. They didn't in, have so holodecks. In. Our basketball deck, the deck <laughs> purely for basketball. The deck of basketball. The entire deck is just like 50 courts all side by side. Yeah. The, you walk around and you, even in your normal shoes, it just does that like squidgy noise. Yeah. <laughs> when you just walk a around. cacophony in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's that, talk about liminal spaces. 
It's just like one giant chip, like circumference-sized room with pillars and basketball courts. Yeah, it's just one big open empty floor. Yeah, that'd be fucked up. That'd, <laughs> that'd be scary. Be pretty, to be that would be pretty scary. <laughs> be kind of weird. Anyway, uh, yeah. What happened? Or they, 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 they download that. The the creature yep. starts like clawing at the door and whatever. Yeah, it's like bash it's like throwing itself against the door. It wants to get in and eat. <laughs> I guess eat because like it doesn't eat them, right? It just like does helical damage. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I guess it like, I guess it like probably attaches its mouth and like sucks out some kind of certain thing from you. Yeah, and it makes you. I don't know, some fucking stupid sci-fi I'll bullshit, give, I'll, I give it, I'll give it something to suck. I wouldn't I would mind a target great, just, you know, you know. You know. You know, Ben, right? You know. <laughs> I wanted to let it sit. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to go into a tardigrade job kind of thing, but you know, <laughs> teachers are. <laughs> you know, you haven't seen it at the end of the episode where just you've seen that mouth moving. Yeah. You know, yeah, it could do that helical damage on my on my dick all at once. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when we had this conversation during Voyager about whether or not the uh, the the hologram could have a child? Oh my god. And yeah, I he... think they could, because it depends just how, like, down to an atomic level you can get holograms going, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, if you holographically recreate, like, DNA... The entire system, that, like, uh, fertilization of an egg and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. Like, like, if you yeah. just... It, yeah, it would... Surely... What, <laughs> what... Is there some... What... It's it's about like the proteins and stuff, isn't it? If yeah. you just like use, if you're just using the matter replicator, like on the holodeck, <laughs> to recreate the down to that cellular level, you know, down to that like subatomic DNA level to create yeah. those proteins with matter, yeah. mm-hmm. and then that person, you know, fucks. <laughs> then surely, like they would actually impregnate. Yeah, this is like <laughs> computer, come <laughs> computer, <laughs> impregnate me. <laughs> oh my god, that's mm-hmm. so fucked up. It would you know, work. It would work, and I- it did work because when the doctor went down to that planet, the the <laughs> planet where time was going faster, he yeah. had a kid. He had a kid. He did, he and he didn't kid. want to answer how. He didn't want to. He didn't explain how, and he never saw him again. Yeah, but he was what, down what there for happened? three years, and he he boned down, and then he 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 hit it and quit it. Yeah, what what happened was he broke into a a a uh, like a sperm bank on that planet. No, no, and he no. took a vial. He found like the perfect sperm, like because he he's got medical knowledge, right? He's he can. He Look found the, the vials. The, you're saying he found the perfect <laughs> sperm. That's how you're wording it. <laughs> He found he found the perfect sperm. Yes, and then he like you know because he's is that too he's crass like, for an episode he, title? Could we call this one the perfect sperm? No, no, the perfect spum <laughs> would be better, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but he like you know because he's hollow on the inside, right? Yeah, you know, sure. you, you know, because like is so he? he just like I, don't know. Pff, I haven't just, seen like, inside of him. He just like. Pff, pff, 
He you just know. holds it inside of his like yeah. pelvis, in his hollow yeah. pelvis. And when yeah. he, when he comes time to pretend to have an orgasm, <laughs> just forces it out. Yes, that's what happens. <laughs> like a fucking turkey baster. so fucked maybe you like maybe you could like just kind of put the ho- the hollow meter down or like and, and it just does something and then it's done <laughs> put it back on just load it back up i don't like this i don't like talking mm. about this um and then i don't know you could have a b story where where the quark is importing an alien penis to sell at the bar and odo is trying to find it or something i don't know that's there you go. The that would be fine. That would be the B plot. Yeah, it's like an aphrodisiac or something. Yeah. Uh, oh, I've, I've I've got a secret import of a of a conglangian phallus. Do I smell if a conglangian penis somewhere around here? <sighs> Smells <laughs> like conglangian penis in the bar today, Quark. <laughs> Have you been? <laughs> Messing with people's drinks again. <laughs> <laughs> this would have been the chance to do like a great set. Maybe maybe Quark accidentally puts it in like everybody's drink by mistake for, for yeah. some reason. And then we have like a minor incident of, you know, in like the original series in TNG where everybody gets like crazy and horny and stuff. Yeah, we already had that. Remember when uh, the Diana's mom comes around where she called uh, oh yeah yeah but that was a bit more like fuck what she called yeah Luxana. Luxana. Uh, that was a bit more like when uh, yeah yeah i guess i guess we did kind of have that. <laughs> um so eventually michael's just nerve pinches her because she's got vulcan combat training yeah. she walks out on the bridge and she's like okay shoot him shoot him shoot him shoot him, <laughs> yes, captain, so can shoot him shoot them. yeah <laughs> okay go go don't, don't ask any questions yeah shoot i love him. Uh, shoot him. <laughs> like she's trying to like <laughs> to get him to do it before they realize something's going on, like a child. They would. realize like immediately too. They're like, "Where's the captain?" And she's just like, yeah, just "Shoot him! Don't worry about it." Yeah, and she be- I'm in charge. And she behaves like a fucking hitman, where you killed someone in a separate room and you put their clothes <laughs> yeah. on and you walk out, and it's clearly you're wearing someone else's clothes. <laughs> I, don't, I need to find my podcast voice. That's that's the true journey. <laughs> that's the true it. journey within this pod making of this podcast. This Max. Ultimately, Max finds his podcast the, voice. the Star Trek stuff is a backdrop to Max finding your confidence. Yeah. <laughs> and getting back out which there. Which is probably an episode the of... death of your wife. Yeah, the, yeah exactly. Which is probably <laughs> an episode of, of Star Trek at some point. Uh, she's just... Yeah, she, she get. I think that's when she gets the, 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 the flashback with the... Yeah, we see her in... In, in in school, mm-hmm. in school, and she's she's the there's a <laughs> the, the Vulcan balls. The, the Vulcan there's, a fucking, there's apparently a, a a school program for Klingon atrocities. Yeah, yeah, there is, and the school program is just like how many how many humans did the Klingon slay on this planet? How many survivors? How many survivors? How hmm? many survivors were there? How many people died? <laughs>
whose parents died <laughs> at the at the Klingon explosion. Name the parents. <laughs> name, name the parents who were killed. Yeah, it's a uh, name the last surviving member of this colony yeah. destroyed by Klingon. Yeah, it's it's she's, she's like stop, 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 and then Sarek right comes around. He's like, yeah. it's your human heart or whatever that gets in the <laughs> like, way. And she's like, come he's on, just man. like he's just like fucking get over it, lol. <laughs> get, yeah. Grow up. Yeah. How many scandals do you think there are where people like open restaurants like Cisco's dad, <laughs> yeah. but they they're like they are actually all replicated. They have like you a, think that happens a lot. They have like a speaker in the back that just has like you know plate clatter and like yeah, 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 yeah. utensils being used or whatever. Or like you go you go pans, over down to Papa Gino's authentic Italian. Yeah, and they they play they take forty minutes to make your food. And there's a guy in the back, there's, there's, they're playing, yeah. Yeah, and he's just like, I'm walking here, just comes out of the, like, the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, every now and then you'll see, like, a guy in a chef costume carrying a big pot of red sauce. <laughs> and you're like, oh, wow, they must actually be making it. Steaming there's just hot. one dude, just one dude back there standing next to a replicator smoking, chain-smoking cigarettes. <laughs> a replicated cigarette. And then every now and then he types in, like, spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> And then they take it out. <laughs> and you know what? All the yuppies out there, they slurp it down and they go, oh, this is so much better than replicator food. Yeah. They don't even know. They can't tell. They don't they even f- fucking know. On the atomic level, it's indistinguishable from... They're cretins. They're cretins. They're, and cretins? they're paying out of their ass for this, too. Uh, well, no, they're not paying Oh, anything. yeah, I forgot there's no money in this But Papa, Papa Gino is getting the... Uh, He's getting all the clout Papagino. for having authentic Italian food. Papagino always gets paid. Papa, Papagino always gets paid. Um, Papagino's authentic Italian. And then people go back there one day and they're like, oh, I want to meet the chef. Yeah. And they see the replicator pumping out uh, chicken Alfredo. Yeah. And uh, and chicken palm. And they're in denial. And they're like, oh my fucking God. And they're like vomiting right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating replicator food. <laughs> like those peasants, I'm eating replicator food. And I'm bleh. eating replicator food like those freaks out in space have to. Jesus. I live on Earth because I want to eat fresh food. I li- I'm going to... to uh, I'm going to... <laughs> Grandma Rubio's uh, authentic Italian instead. Oh. Traditional and, Italian. And they go there and it's also replicated. Is also replicated. What I'm saying here is that you can't trust Italian people. Oh my god, that's uh, <laughs> that's your point. <laughs> I guess I don't know. All right, I don't know where else I'm going with it. I thought that would there'll be like uh, there'll be like that one restaurant which is like uh, to make sure that like oh we do actually make our food like we actually prepare it yeah. we have like a camera in the back you can see it so you can see the kitchen you can watch working. them making it you can and, watch your slaves make the food yeah and then like people make it you get the food and it's like oh it smells delicious you eat it and like it's really bad it's like mediocre yeah. like it's not even bad it's just mediocre and you're like yeah. oh, mm, it's so good oh, so much better than replicate <laughs> it's so much oh, better than replicate than the like replicate oh, you can like... taste you can taste the the authenticity yeah and, and you just like and then you pull out like a hair out of your food or something yeah <laughs> yeah like... I, well i was gonna say do you think 
do you think it's become like wanted for somebody to spit in your food in the future? Because <laughs> it's proof that there was somebody making it. <laughs> oh, like mm-hmm. nowadays, it's like I don't want them to spit in my food because it's disgusting. Yeah. But in the future, how else would you have a mark that something wasn't replicated? Yeah, I if know. not for somebody spitting in the food while they're making it. Uh, there's a lot of things. A hair. Toenail yeah. could be a thing. Well, toenails is... No, see, because this is the thing. <laughs> Those are a bit more finite than spit. <laughs> you know, you, you once you've... What, you got you got ten toenails right there. <laughs> That's all you got. And then you're out. Yeah. And you got to wait, like, a week or something for them to grow back a bit. Yeah. More. But, uh... You got to go to Crazy Joe. spit, jo- you can just keep going. You, <laughs> you got to go to Crazy Joe that lives in your at the alley behind your restaurant. The only yeah. homeless person on the earth. The last homeless guy <laughs> He chooses to be homeless. He chooses to be homeless. <laughs> and Crazy Joe gives you <laughs> infinite <laughs> supply of toenails. And then you got And then you got the one restaurant that keys into it. And when they're replicating their food, they go, uh, replicate, create spaghetti and meatballs with toenails. (laughs) (laughs) They're picking hairs out and they're going, oh, it's so authentic. They don't even know that hair was replicated. They don't know the hair was replicated. I don't like this. I don't like this Just like they ate in the 21st century. I don't like this at all. I like I, I said when we were watching, it's like why didn't they cheat like fucking cock, you know? Yeah, you gotta look. Corbinite maneuver, unwinnable. You gotta just cheat. Who cares? Yeah, who have just to cheat? Give a fuck, you know? How else are you gonna get past the captain's exam? <laughs> just cheat. The <laughs> Corbinite ne- maneuver, baby. The only reason why Kirk never loses is because he never got taught how to lose. So he's yeah. like, yeah. I just don't know what losing is. So Kirk how is am I just, to do he it? wins because he chooses to win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so and and that's why the fucking idiots, the little fucking morons on Discovery will never mm. win because they're not like Kirk. They don't choose to win. Mm. They have social anxiety. Oh, social anxiety. They have <laughs> they have they have imposter syndrome. They're never going to win. Not like Kirk, who chooses to win because yeah. he can. Because he, he loves to fuck. Yeah. It's, it's very, uh, because it's like the Klingons before were very much like, yeah, they were their own civilization. And from the outside, you could look at it and go, oh, those guys are, you know, kind of cruel and stuff. But it's not not really. It's just that their way of life is different from ours. Yeah, they have their own But now like, it's kind of like... Now it's kind of like, no, they kind of want to actively kill humans and stuff. And yeah. eat them, apparently. <laughs> eat them too, yeah. And that's like a humans. terrible thing. Like, that, like It's a strange addition. It is a strange addition. It's just like... I guess they were also like... Because they were starving. Like, they were starving, so maybe they don't do a, do that often, right? They just died no, I mean, out of necessity, but still... I don't... That doesn't make... The timeline of that doesn't make any sense. So they had no food from the very get-go... Like, did no? Because they would have had to have eaten her immediately. There's no <laughs> they, way they would have just preserved her body, right? <laughs> it's just like <laughs> I get nice. the arm, I get the leg. It's just like they just fucking <laughs> like rip it to shreds. Jesus! <laughs> oh, that's a Poor disturbing scene. Oh god! <laughs> Thank it's you. A, it's kind of monstrous. Yeah, it's like 
you know, these aren't the Klingons we know. Yeah. They aren't the Klingons we've ever known. They're just weird. I guess we'll see. These aren't my beautiful Klingons. I don't know, you you just can't be recorded in public or even on the well, Federation Well, it's ship. like, it's weird. It's like, you can't, there's no visual sensors for anything. Yeah. So there's no, just like, cameras, you know, like you're saying. But at the same time, you can touch your comm badge and just go, hey, where is this person right now at this second? <laughs> yeah. But it's only- and the computer will tell you. The computer will just go, like, taking a dump. Yeah. They're taking a dump yeah, right the, now. The, the, uh, uh, Lieutenant's Paris, uh... The badge is in the toilet right now, you know. Lieutenant, Lieutenant Paris just dropped his badge yeah. in the toilet. <laughs> like an idiot. Yeah. Oh, no, again. He's just, like, <laughs> putting oh, his hand in the toilet trying to no, Hi there, Captain. I, I definitely didn't drop my badge in the toilet again. <laughs> yeah. I'm, it definitely doesn't smell like pee right now. Oh, yeah, exactly. It, it's fine, though. It's fine. He can replicate a new one. He can just I'll, replicate I'll just a new put, one. Put, put in a sonic shower in it, like. That's where that's pee off that's of where all of that's where all of Tom Barris's like replicator rations went to every week. <laughs> dropping it, <laughs> he, he just kept dropping it in the toilet. He couldn't help it. Yeah, it was, it's just because he always pins it so loose to his to his uh, to his shirt that he like bends over to flush. And he just slips right off. It would be it would be a shame because like if I wanted to be a, a Ferengi, if I can, I'm too tall to be a Ferengi. You are much too tall. They would have to do some ca- camera tricks <laughs> the, to make you a Ferengi. The, the only, like, <laughs> the only six foot <laughs> Ferengi. <laughs> that could be a whole episode in itself, though. The tallest Ferengi. Yeah. <laughs> the tallest Ferengi for the DS9. That's a pretty good title. His whole thing, his whole profit could be on him being a freakishly tall Ferengi. Yeah. Like, he could make so much bank. That's his grift. Is Quark, his... Quark is, like, trying to convince him to, like, let him be his manager. <laughs> you know? So he can get, like, 5%. Or would it be just be, like, uh, like I'm a freak show sort of thing? That, well, that's what I'm thinking, but you're in charge. You're in charge of your own freak show. Oh. You've reclaimed it. I've reclaimed my own freak. You've reclaimed the Ferengi freak title. That's pretty cool. That could be, that would be the name of the episode. The Ferengi freak. <laughs> It would have to be a DS9 episode because they love their freaks in the DS9. They love their freaks in DS9. Not only that, they love having like goofy episodes. Yeah. Especially about the Ferengi. About the Ferengi. It could have been directed by Rene Abogeron. <laughs> he loved directing those Ferengi episodes. Go over there. Be a Ferengi over there. <laughs> could you be taller? <laughs> <laughs> a little smaller, actually. <laughs> that would be good. So, be what's good my episode. character about? Well, you're a <laughs> tall Ferengi. <laughs> what's my motivation in this scene? You're tall. <laughs> There's, of course, there'll be a scene where I'm walking around the Ferengi ship and I'm hitting yeah, my head you on bump stuff. Your head all the but time. then I go on, like, bump your head. Yeah, and then I go on the DS9. I'm like, wow. This is you're, you're on the Defiant. <laughs> I'm actually not hitting my head on everything. This ship is the perfect size. Whoa. Oh yeah, of course I would have Finally. to. I would have to whistle with my teeth because my prosthetics are all fucked. Yeah. Um, Except you'd have a comically deep voice. Jesus Christ, we're talking about DS9 and Ferengi and stuff. Talking about <laughs> this episode. Hey, wait, look, we go on tangents. Here. Yeah. <laughs> the, Let it happen. Who cares? The, the tangent show.
you're going to work in my uh, my family business that has the fortune cookies. Yeah, we make the fortune cookies. Make... I need you to write a hundred new fortunes <laughs> by lunch. By lunch. <laughs> <She's>... <laughs> this and... is what the USS Discovery does. Is we make fortune cookies. We make fortune cookies, and we have to. That's, <laughs> that's where why. we need to be on the ship so we could move rapidly. If mm-hmm. the Klingons get our, their hands on our fortune cookie making <laughs> hit, uh, technology, the war is over. <laughs> what? We need. We need. To make these fortune cookies, was it? No, it was. Was it? Did was Garrick? No, Garrick was supposed to be bisexual, right? Garrick was supposed to be. Uh, was he supposed to be gay or was he supposed to be bisexual? Do you remember? Because remember that. Was it like pansexual? Or when something? we were, it might have been pansexual. Remember, we watched the. Disc- yeah, <laughs> the, yeah, the, no. Because the... he was like, he was like, I wanted to play Garrick as into Bashir. Yeah. But that, but Rick Berman told me no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do and it. And then they, and then they gave me a child bride. <laughs> yeah, the world is not ready for you to be pansexual. <laughs> the world is not ready for a for a yes queen, uh, Cardassian. But they are ready for a small child. <laughs> <laughs> they are ready for what seems like a fifteen year old Cardassian girl to fall in love with you. Yeah, that's fine. That's absolutely. Well, don't worry. We'll just recast her to be eighteen, and then we'll recast her again to be like twenty. <laughs> and, then we'll... and then we'll recast her again to be like 24 and then she'll die don't okay, worry yeah don't worry it's fine it's fine it's okay like the more your ship like bridge looks like a lounge the more you don't give a fuck you know yeah the higher yeah. the chance of you getting out of unwinnable situations the more know? your ship has the vibe of a key party the more the more powerful your ship is <laughs> you got the ball full of keys at the yeah. at the entrance to if the... you walk in the bridge you have to put your keys in the ball <laughs> yeah and then you you know pick someone else's keys yeah, you go yeah, yeah. you take them home with you, you know? yeah everybody's got a martini yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're just, just watching out they're looking out the fucking view into space yeah and the, the, the chairs smell Awful it's when you lever lever on the chairs is <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. But you know, like and now because of you know, they're all like trying to be all futuristic in Discovery instead of yeah. everything looks like a lounge, it mm-hmm. it you know it's they're too tryhardy, you know. Yep. They're like we have to be professional and serious. <laughs> you, need to, you need to relax. <laughs> you need to <laughs> you need to chill out, brother. Just come on. See what happens. Yeah. But if you're yeah. starting to lose, choose not to lose. <laughs> <laughs> You'll win. So this episode just ends with the court martial, and that's Michael it. is arrested, and she's imprisoned for life. That's the thing. She she is she will she's gonna go to that very comfy looking New Zealand prison colony that Paris was in. Yeah, exactly for life. It looks kind of honestly. It looks kind of nice there. Yeah. Yeah. You just do you just do some labor yeah. and that's it. Yeah, you do. And then you get to hang out and play uh, pool and volleyball and stuff. Yeah, you do uh, a mild manual labor. Yeah, <laughs> you build like a shack. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you build a shack over the course of like fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. You can take as long as you want. It's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> It's fine. Worry. <laughs> it's fine. You know, you'll be here a while. Yeah, just, it, just take your time. What the fine? What? Because it's like the thing about prison labor is that it is it's slavery. You know. Yeah. It's it's indentured servitude. So it doesn't make any sense that they would have hard labor in prison colonies in 
Star Trek, es- or at least not in Federation prison es- colonies. Especially on Earth, right? Like, especially Yeah, because it's like, what are they, what are they, what's the point? That's not rehabilitation. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's slave labor. Especially, like, it's weird, like, especially, like, for life, you know, like, life in prison. Like, she gets, because she, uh, yeah. Like, I mean, I know why. I know that from a writing perspective, it's like, well, we need the viewer to be able to tell that it's prison. Yeah. And prison equals hard labor in Western, in, in like the US and UK or whatever. Yeah. So have them doing hard labor. Yeah. Because if you just had like an actual prison or a penal colony in this show that looked more like actual like rehabilitation. People would be like, "What? What? What? Why? They, what? What? This is why. This doesn't look like prison. Yeah, this, was, this doesn't make any this sense. This is like one of those Norwegian prisons. This is like one of those, those cringe socialist yeah. prisons. Yeah, I don't want that in Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. socialism in Star. No, thank no, you. No, thank you. That's not. <laughs> thank you. I, I, I really like the uniforms in Star Trek. I just, I just like the army aspect of it. <laughs> the, the rank aspect and just the like hierarchy. I just like the, I just like the going out and murdering aliens aspect. <laughs> they have the like yeah. great treasury that they have to go to, like at the when they die. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know, it'll be like the great data center. We calculate all our bitcoins, you know? <laughs> the great bitcoin farm in the sky. The great bitcoin farm. That'd be pretty cool, like this race, like not like Ferengi specifically, but some race that just mm. uh, consumes energy, like, you know, just like consumes different sources of energy and just yep. turns them into something like absolutely useless. Like, you know, that'd be really interesting. It's just like... That would be interesting. It'd be... I feel like that would be a TNG episode. Mm-hmm. If they had a crypto back then, that could be like a TNG episode or maybe a Voyager episode. Yeah. Voyager does seem like more of a thing because they would just fly into their space and they're like, we need to yeah. turn your Voyager ship into Cubac yeah. blocks or something like oh, that. Oh, your, your, your giant starship creates so much energy. Think of all the um, Crimbo coin we could print. <laughs> and like Jane Janeway is like, like we is. need to find out more about this Crimbo coin. Yeah. Why are they making... Perhaps Crimbo coin is the key to get us home. <laughs> Using the <laughs> blockchain technology, yeah. we'll be able to get ourselves back into the Alpha Quadrant. <laughs> Captain, they use so much energy to generate Crimbo coin. If they're using that much energy to create this stuff, it must be important. Yeah. And then it's, yeah, the whole episode, literally the last five minutes, they find out that they keep following all these different, like, conversations. Then people trying to talk about what Crimbo Coin does, and then in the last five minutes they realize, like, all oh, this shit is useless. <laughs> yeah. This stuff literally doesn't do anything. I guess. It's completely pointless. But Paris <laughs> is like, they kind of like this Crimbo energy, Coin yeah. concept. I kind of like it. Crimbo Coin, wow. <laughs> this is great. I should invest. And you guys just produce this infinitely? <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's what they would sound like. <laughs> Give me five hundred. Give me five hundred. I'm gonna get a wise investment. Yeah. 
<laughs> sound like Yoda now. I got a little bit of a Yoda. Uh, they, Yoda. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use all my, all my fabrication credits to fabricate this crumble coin. Yeah. <laughs> It's just like Balan. my rations, my replicator rations. They go into like the. We can't feed our child, Maldon Barris. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I can't print any. It's okay, bomb. we got Crimbo coin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our child is going to thank us after she grows up. <laughs> Crimbo coin, Crimbo coin. Uh, we're going to take Crimbo the Crimbo coin, coin to Alpha Quadrant. Everybody's going to love it. Yeah. <laughs> To the moon, they still say to the moon. To the though. moon, yeah. No, they say they have to say like some like to planet that's near in their system. They would be like, yeah. to Crumbanar or something like that. And it was like, <laughs> just, just so they, that's one of the that's like act three. They think they finally figured out what Crumbo coin is. They're like, oh, they believe if they collect enough of it, they'll get to go to this planet or something. <laughs> they go on the planet. Empty. There's nothing there. It's completely empty. <laughs> That's it. And then, and then they ask, like, "Hey, we went to that planet, and there was nothing there." And they're like, oh, "Of course, it sucks, but it's far away, <laughs> so it works for the joke." You see, you know, this is a Crimbacoin lingo. Yeah, <laughs> it's like how we always say "GM" for good morning. <laughs> They, uh, it just starts to pick up way too fiddly veiled like oh okay yeah, this yeah. Is like yeah, curtsy for curtsy. there's uh, <laughs> way too on the notes yeah they have uh, um, they're like tritum hands or whatever they have like some element that's like tritum hands you gotta hold the <laughs> yeah, crimbo yeah, yeah. coin <laughs> gotta hold it gotta hold it <laughs> oh my Tom god Tom Harris is saying to Bellana like no we want to hold on to it we want tritum hands what are you saying, Tom? Try to hands. Yeah, exactly. It's just like fucking. Oh, it's too much. So you're telling me Crimbo coin is useless? Yes. <laughs> no. Just fly away immediately. She just... just doesn't even doesn't even lecture them or anything. She puts two fingers on her communicator. Like, beat me up. <laughs> and then they leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Complete waste of episode. The the <laughs> the age of consent on Crimbinar is. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Our libertarian paradise, it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. We get introduced to uh, to White Kalos's girlfriend. Yeah. Or, she's or from a house of, of thieves what and deceivers. It? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> deceivers and liars. <laughs> <laughs> all, she is, all she do is eat chip and lie and deceive, you know? Eat hot, eat hot chip, be bisexual. <laughs> oh, <laughs> lie and deceive, yeah. you know? We'll finally see how a fucking penis looks like. Finally. Is it, is it, a, is it normal? <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> no, we wouldn't actually see a normal fucking penis because it's a... Uh, because he's... <laughs> we need to see a... We need to see a human least. crossbreed. <laughs> That's true. We need to see at least five Vulcan penises, I think, in the show, in order to get a good understanding oh, of, like... get, like, an average of what... Yeah, like, exactly. Because we might see one, but then it's like, well, maybe his is just weird and fucked up like that. <laughs> so we need to That's see, what... like, at least five. <laughs> I'm some, like, weird... There's a scene, I'm some, like, weird alien from, like, some weird race, and, like, some, like, a human woman... 
is like, oh, she's like, oh, I've never been with a Clocklatian uh, or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And she's like, yeah, uh, cool. And then we bang. And she's like, oh, your penis is kind of weird. He's like, no, they're all like that. And then she meets Arata Kroklatian, and 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 she gets with him, and his penis is like normal, and he's like, and she's like, wow, I had sex with this dude, and his penis was all twisted, and it was like corkscrewed and corkscrewed and stuff. He's like, it was like a roller coaster right now, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you. <laughs> he starts sweating. He's like, "You met the infamous, <laughs> you know, it's just like some infamous dude that they oh, have." No, that there. guy with the normal-looking penis yeah. is like, "All right, fine, I got a weird penis. All right, I'm sorry, <laughs> it's not a corkscrew." Nice, nice, nice. We twisted, we did this <laughs> Probably the closest we might ever experience to replicated like beverages. Is energy? It is energy drinks? It's like Picard. <laughs> Probably the closest thing we can ever have. Picard is like computer <laughs> monster, monster energy. <laughs> monster energy, hot. hot. <laughs> he wants a hot monster energy. <laughs> energy drink, monster hot. It's a can, and it's already like open. <laughs> no, it's not it's open. Like... He opens it, and like steam comes out, and like he burns his finger because <laughs> the metal is just like starting to glow red. <laughs> Ah, oh. <laughs> computer, a Coca-Cola yeah. classic. Add the cocaine. Computer, cocaine. Skipping the Coca-Cola. It just summons like a fucking Scarface, total, like fucking pile of cocaine right there in the replicator. <laughs> he just comes back onto the bridge and he's just like, his hands are covered in like white dust and his nose is he looks covered. Like in... fucking, he looks like fucking white chicks. <laughs> Yeah. Slammed his face in. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Ooh, that's good stuff. <laughs> good stuff. Fucking engage. <laughs> Fucking engage. Uh, Michael has a has a call with Sarek, a hologram call. Mm-hmm. Where Sarek is like walking around her room, leaning on desks and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty funny because we're like, oh, so does he have like a desk there? Like, <laughs> does he have a desk there? Or is he like, does he point at things in her room and then click a button and it like simulates him sitting there? Yeah, like VR chat or something. I don't know. <laughs> Either way, he he has a seat and they have a heart to heart, and she's like, how did the Vulcans get along with the Klingons? And Sarek is like, you just gotta shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just got. You just gotta. You just gotta fucking shoot them just, a bunch, yeah. and then eventually they calm down. Yeah, they're like, oh, they're actually Vulcans are actually pretty dangerous. <laughs> That's basically what they have. So we yeah, shouldn't yeah, attack yeah. them immediately when we see them because mm-hmm. we can't really take them on. Um, and then and they call that the Vulcan hello. Yeah, and title of the episode. The vo- the Vulcan hello. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. I love that. It is. I love it. It sounds like an it sounds like an Urban Dictionary sex movie. Yeah, it does sound. <laughs> oh my god, a Vulcan hello. The Vulcan, yeah, yeah. Have you have you ever had a girl give you a Vulcan hello? Yeah, and she they they mind my melt man with gave you. me a Vulcan hello. They mind yeah. melt with you, and then you come, and <laughs> that's a Vulcan hello. <laughs> that's a Vulcan hello. It's too simple. It needs to involve like poop in some oh, way. If no. it's on Urban Dictionary, <laughs> it has to involve like some kind of. The bodily waste. Oh, if it's on the Urban Dictionary. Uh, yeah, some sort of. We won't go into it. Uh, yeah, we don't. <laughs> we're talking about Discovery now, it's a Vulcan not hello. Vulcan Hello. Let me tell you, that's a Vulcan Hello. You don't want to know about a Klingon. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the nasty stuff.
that Sarek just mind meld. He mind melded with a like before while doing that. He left. Yeah. He left a piece of his uh, what's it called? Katra. Katra. Yeah. That's it. He left. He left a piece of his Katra inside of her, which is kind of weird because it's not non consensual in any way, right? It was. It feels kind of strange. I need to bring up the the joke I made. Oh, During the second Star Trek movie, you, you, you got it right. Right, yeah, the yeah. fucking Vulcans will look at a dead body and say, "Is anybody gonna mind meld with this guy?" And then not wait for an answer. <laughs> yeah, they don't care. They'll just mind meld with whoever the hell. It's like the they went because the thing is, uh, Enterprise told us that they went like hundreds of years not using the mind meld. Yeah, and now that they're allowed to use the mind meld again. They're just going overboard with it. They're like, oh, mind meld. Oh, we can mind meld now? We gotta- okay, I'll mind meld with whatever. Yeah, they'll just be walking by somebody walking their dog. And they'll be like, hold on, let me mind meld with your dog. Yeah, it's like they gotta, they gotta catch up on the, uh, hundreds of years of mind melting. In the- <laughs> and and Worf talks shit about him. Like how, how yeah. he's just like a bad dad. Or he's trying to be a father to like yeah. this nothing. Like this like collection mm. of cells, ghoul. And and Worf just not Worf. I mean, Otto just tells him that he's just the worst father that's ever been. And where the fuck is Alexander? Why haven't yeah. you been talking to him? And Worf just shuts up and doesn't say anything yeah. back to him. And it's just clear how much like guilt there is there for Worf. That he, and the thing is that it is true. Like he doesn't change. Like he doesn't yeah. try to spend time with alexander he just admits that he doesn't want to you know yeah he hates him he sucks he does suck like he is a very bad father it's because he's like well i well i was trying to empathize with wolf i was trying to say alexander sucks Uh, oh okay (laughs) so i was trying to be like i gotta like i gotta empathize with wolf a little bit alexander's kind of a drag (laughs) I love the the idea of like we shouldn't empathize with like the children of shitty parents. The children should be better. <laughs> I'm saying, look, context is for kings. Okay, context sometimes is for kings. sometimes the kid does suck. Oh, you're cringe. <laughs> sometimes the kid is lame as hell. Why you like a little Alexander style shithead? <laughs> Alexander is in this little baby carriage and Worf is just going at him like, why are you so cringe? <laughs> <laughs> you lack honor. You have no honor. We would have Picard and Riker from TNG. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We would have Cisco and... Cisco hmm. and... I want to like, say O'Brien. O'Brien. Yeah. I want to say O'Brien because everybody loves O'Brien, and yeah. then you would have uh, you would have Janeway and Chakotay. Mm-hmm. They would all have to team up and yeah. protect Boothby from the Romulans trying to like assassinate him in the past. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. They just come out of nowhere. It's, yeah, uh, and they they have to just predict who's gonna. But like, would would it be like? And that's how we do it. That's how we just create the ultimate like. Fucking like fanboy series. We bring back Gold the Cat is one who goes back in time. You know all the good villains. You know they come I, back. I I think that's pushing it a bit too far. No, no, you gotta go. You gotta make it Marvel. They they, they it's. You gotta make it I like think a that's. Marvel I movie. think. Mm, I think it's pushing it too far. 
I think it's yeah, good as it is. I think it's I think, nice and I wrap think it up my in a idea bow would would, uh, would fuck more with producers, you know. You think you think the producers, the current producers of Star Trek, give a single <laughs> fuck about Gold the Cat? Which is that what you're saying? <laughs> is that what you think you think you're gonna make? You're gonna get into a meeting with whoever the fuck is. I can't remember the name of the people that are heading up this show anymore. But you're gonna get in there and you're gonna go like, I, I know what you're thinking. Okay, you don't wanna you don't wanna get this yet. But hold on, this story we're bringing back. Gull Ducat. <laughs> and they're just gonna like start throwing money at you. That's what you and think. Boofby. <laughs> Gull Ducat is going to be killing Boofby in my new comic. You think they're just gonna throw money at you? And no, Barash is gonna come in at the end. He's gonna Bar- say, Well, okay, money. now we got something. Now <laughs> we got something going. It was all a Barash simulation. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was inside the Barash holodeck. This is yeah. the secret extra story that they didn't show in the Barash episode of TNG. Yeah. In between but, those two <laughs> those stories that Riker has to go through in the future and then kidnapped by Romulans. Jesus Christ. This is That's... the one in which he thinks he has to save Boothby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 How does Barash and then we get we can make a like it's a like a circle, then Barash turns out he was also influenced by Poofy. Barash. <laughs> so Maybe 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 they were always the same. Maybe maybe that's the that's the ticket, is that yeah, obviously they need to go back in time to save Boothby from being killed in the past, you know. Yeah. And they bring Barash with them. And then it twists, it turns out Boothby in the past does get killed. And they're oh, like, oh, shit. no, we failed. We failed. But they're thinking, but they're looking at themselves like, but wait a minute. We're yeah. all still here. We're all mm-hmm. still, like, alive. Yeah. Why are we still like this way? And then why is, why then is Barash, this not, like, back to the future where we just start fading in? Exactly. Opacity. And then Barash, brilliant idea. He realizes it's always been me. It's always been And me. then we come up with, we have their both their names on screen. On in a panel, yeah, Barash on top, Boothby, mm-hmm. and then you take away all of the letters that aren't the same between them, which I think <laughs> is every letter except the B. <laughs> and then that's the mind-blowing moment of like it was always Barash. It was always Barash. So know? he uses his hologram powers, which I don't think he had the powers. It was the planet, but either way, no. it doesn't matter. <laughs> We're retconning it. He has the hologram powers, yeah, and he turns into the young Boothby. And he's like, I will live the Boothby's life. Yeah, I will. That I is... will. I will guide the, your younger selves. Yeah, to be the the heroes that you are today. But like, they yeah. they go to the lab again. They feed the tardigrade the spores. They're like, yeah, he loves it. He's like, uses his tardigrade mouth. He loves it. He loves the spores. Yeah. You can... Which I can't blame him. He's cute. He loves them. Yeah, yeah. You you spread the spores on your balls. Yeah. And then you get the yeah, tardigrade to do his, the, his job. You know? That's the tardigrade job. Tardigrade that thing job. will suckle on anything you put spores on. Say, <laughs> so, uh, a peepaw, Mimor. I just listened to the most wonderful Tastic podcast I ever did here. Yeah, also good it's to about your dad, Star Trek. who probably introduced you to Star Trek when you were Give younger, it to your dad. and you just 
It's yeah. fuel, purely fueled by nostalgia for you, the love you of Star mm-hmm, Trek. Mm-hmm. The bond with your dad through your mutual love of the Denonsons podcast. Before, before he died in that accident. <laughs> Go oh. to his grave and <laughs> his grave and what, listen to our podcast. Go to his grave, put a laptop down, and then uh, hit hit the most recent episode, put it on loop. Let's get those plays up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Come on, I bet your dad would have wanted it. <laughs> Trust us. All right. Please. Um, yeah. True. <laughs> Unless you're, you're still deranged at this point. How fucked up would it be if we encountered aliens and one of them was just straight up a Star Trek alien? It would be pretty fucked up. It would, that would be, be one of the most fucked up things that can happen. What has one of the writers of Star Trek seen to be like? You know? Like we meet an alien and it's just straight up an Andorian. Jesus, fuck. exact shade, color of skin, hair, and the antenna and stuff. And cold in cold in all the wrong places. Cold, cold in all the wrong places. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. It would be pretty fucked up. It would be like maybe he got. Uh, like abducted or something. Yeah, back in and the then day. they erased his mind, but it be- still lived like deep down in his subconscious. Yeah, and then he became a writer on Star in- Trek. Oh, he became the showrunner, Gene Roddenberry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Good I don't. Thank, Thank, Thank you, Gene. Thank you, Gene. Thank you, Gene. Thank for, you for that, this lovely show and well. Thank you for starting the show and then dying so the show could become better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for dying. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this ain't your average Star Trek podcast. <laughs> hey, Mr. Rodberry, thanks for dying, you chump. <laughs> Take a big drag on a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really peaked my audio there. Yeah, I'm gonna have to level too, that laughing. out. It's shorted out, sir. We're gonna have to phaser it. Then what are you waiting for? Right away, sir. Faster would be better. Anything. I can't, sir. We don't want to. That's enough. But, sir, stand aside, Carlton. I'm going through. You're alive. Good. 